and welcome to this episode of the Comedy Defect Podcast. My name is Winter Fonander, I'm a comedian, and this is the first episode of the Comedy Defect, uh, the isolation series. I hope you're all well and everything's going good for you, um, and I... Um, been at home for the last three months and I was just trying to get the hang of all this new technology just trying to get it uh, wrapped around my head and now we're finally live online streaming to multiple platforms I hope it's going out well and hope um, that people watch it too today I've got a comedian on that I met three months ago at a gig in the Crown uh, Desmond Feely gig which is I think it's Jester Laughs really fun gig and uh, so I got chatting to him and he helped me out massively trying to get the tech together for this. And I thought only fitting to get him on, the guy that helped me with the tech, to do the first episode. So we can go straight over to him. I don't know if you saw before, I had a Facebook like. You can go to Facebook, like the Comedy Defect Facebook page. We have a group, the Comedy Defect Facebook group. And we also have uh, a Twitter, uh, which is at jo Joker underscore season and an Instagram, which is at Winter Dominus. If you manage to take all that in, thank you. Go to all those places, follow those. This is episode 74 of the Comedy Defect podcast. And I said at the beginning of making these podcasts, I'm going to do 500 and maybe drop the mic and that's it and carry on and leave it from there. But we'll see how this goes. We'll see the live sessions. So here we go. We're going to go straight to the man himself, Darren, Gr <laughs> Darren Griff Griffiths. Uh, I think I've totally butchered his name now, but bear with me. Darren, you are on in just a second. Here we go, and we're going to... Boom. You're live, Darren. How are you doing, Darren? How are you, bro? I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah, cannot complain. Cannot complain. Um, was it... So what, what are you eating there? What are you, cut, what are you, what are you munching down? Popcorn. Oh, man. Do you know I'm more of a fan of... Uh, I'm more of a fan of the salty. Oh, sweet and salty. I'm more of a fan of the salty. But I like the... Um, I like the cinnamon occasionally as well. Oh, I've not seen that flavour. Oh, that's nice. You can get them in like, I think you get in little bags and you chuck them in the microwave and it takes two minutes. It's great. Unless you, uh, you got to turn it over because all they to burn. But, um, so man, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, mate. Good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what have you been up to? Apart <laughs> from, um, get my breakfast from KFC. Oh, nice, nice. What was the, uh, what was the meal you had? I had popcorn chicken and um, a Sprite. It was free as well. Oh, nice, yeah. Popcorn chicken. Yeah, it was stressful, but it was free. So, for yeah. it was okay. Why was it stressful? It's just women, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can I say, look, I'm afraid to say certain, certain things now because the world's gone, gone mad, bro. This is true. This is true. I mean, I, d I doubt she'll be watching this. So, like, yeah, I no. think you might be okay. You might be, you, you know, you might get a pass. Women, they're, just, they're, they're, they're a different breed, aren't they? Well, mate, this is this is why we like them. <laughs> yeah, but do we really? Yeah, it's the unpredictable. It's, it's it's you know it's the unpredictableness of the whole thing, isn't it? Really, you know, it's like uh, yeah, it's you just don't know what's going to happen next. So when that behaviour is wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you know, I think it balances out. I mean, I think you know, some of our behaviour is wrong too. I guess. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Men are innocent. Because you know what? The thing is, it says it on the tin. A man is going to be a swat. Well, yeah. Most men, like mm. most men's men, will climb a tree and no, no matter how high it is and do something stupid, fall out the fucker, or climb, try and climb a wall. Most men will guarantee through their life has done something stupid. It says it on the tin. Yeah. Women betray themselves as this perfect little porcelain doll, and it's not true. No. Agreed. Agreed. But the thing is, men are straightforward, so they'll do something stupid straight away uh, in a moment. 
but perhaps a woman might wait like a year, two years, five, ten years to bring that up and destroy you with it. That's what may happen. That's what it is, right? There's a time, there's, a, there's, there's like, you know, it's get gotten out of the way. Done, dusted. Yes? Yeah? They're horrible. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the story I'm going to tell you, right? I cannot right. say this for women, right? I've just, lately, I seem to be meeting some really, really strange women. Right. I'd have logged four for four on the strangeness at the yeah. amount of time. So the first one is, I've had, I've met a woman in the park that was twerking and I got a number. Right. That's, so, well, that's, a, that's a whole other story. Well, was she twerking to a, to a track or was she just like twerking? Music on. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, but that, no, see that one? That, I got that number and I didn't even have to get out of the car. Yeah. Then there was another one, another incident where um, I went out with one of my friends and I ended up in a house. And um, it turned out it was an escort's house and I ended up running out the house at 3 o'clock in the morning with my friend's ex missus. Yeah. That was really, really so and then these, I've got my friend, the lad that I know is ex-missus, that ain't me. And then I've just been chatting to an ex from years ago that keeps. She thinks she's too nice, man. She thinks she thinks she's too nice. She's too nice. Like, she's got a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, she's supposed to be happy. So why are you phoning me, flirting with me, and trying to like? I don't know. What you, I don't know what your intention is. That you think you're, that you're doing because. I don't like you like that. That's why you're an ex. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can do whatever you want. You can stand there. Well, she can stand there, but naked in front of me because I'll probably have to jump on that. But, I've just not, no, so half an hour before you've called, yeah, I'll yeah. make a shit out and watch, and watch something on TV and that, yeah? Mm-hmm. But she phoned me because she phoned me. She says she wants to be friends. You know? So I'm like, all right, then we can be friends. Got no problem with that. So I'm phoning it and I'm trying to watch something on the TV mm. and I'm like, listen, well, look, you can talk to what I'm doing. I've got an interview in like half an hour. So look, I've come out and have a coffee with me or I'll meet you out, meet you at KFC when I have a coffee or, or what are you doing? Like, you're actually like you want to see me for something. Mm. Like, you won't get off the phone. I'm telling you I'm doing something and you won't go. So I'm saying, well, okay, come and do this. Oh, I can't trust myself around you. So I've gone, right, okay. So it's, I thought we were friends, right? So she's gone, we are friends. I goes, well, let's go and have a coffee then, isn't it? Mm. She's, she's gone, I don't trust myself around you then. I guess, well, if that's the case then, stop fucking calling me. If you, if you can't be friends, and I'm mm. telling you you want to be friends, and you'll say you can't do that, right? Um, the best thing is stop talking to me, isn't it? Yeah, of course. That's yeah. it.
Go the other way. I can't just sat around and went, right, okay, Charlie, stop talking to me. Right, she's mm. like, I've gone, I'll be going now. But, 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 right, okay, you're going to come with me, we'll have a KFC. Yes, we're going to, yes, I'll meet you. She's going, yes, she's going, yes, I'll meet you, KFC. What do you want? And I've gone, right there, we've gone, we've gone from now, I'm going to get you a coffee to your boy, my KFC. So I'm going, obviously, I'm going to tap this in you get some beautiful. I'm not going to let you know that I want to do that. So if it doesn't happen, stop me. I'm not going to take it out the car, out, off the cards. I'm single. Mm. I'm not trying, but if it's there, I'm going to take it. Yeah. No, but like the thing is, like she, so she lured you in with a KFC to, 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 like she just basically dangled that KFC in front of you to get you out, right? No, I dangled the KFC. Okay. So I, don't believe, I don't believe she wants to be friends. Okay. But she keeps trying to play this game, so I yeah. think I'm, there's some women out there they like the attention. Yeah, yeah. So I'm letting you know that I'm not that guy. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're not going to get that off me. Mm-mm. So, do you know, stop playing this game. Mm. I'm, look, I'm 41 years old. Yeah. I was 24 when I was with you. Mm. Like, you know, it's been a long, it's been a long time. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Enough. You've got three kids. That's a lot of responsibility, isn't it? You know. Yeah, and you act like a child. Mm. Right. So I've got, I've got, I've got my KFC and everything, and she sat there, right? and I looked at the clock and I thought, I'm going to quarter past one, and she's gone. Are you really? I went, yeah. She went, we'll see. I went, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I went, hey, went, see you later, love. So, <laughs> so I had the car to when I... Wow. So, okay, right. So, is this... Oh, okay, right, right. So, this is like... So, for you, right, right now, look. Did you... Like, do you use any of this in your, in your, in your comedy? No, this is new. This is going in there. Is it going in? There. It's going in. Right, right. And, uh, like, you know, so, yeah, so you're, like, uh, observations on relationships, right? So, so yeah, so you, um, so I, I met you at the Crown at just Jester last, about three months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And, like, uh, what did you do there? Did you, is, is uh, what did you do there? What are you doing, like, what, what are you? That was, um, that was my in like, introduction to who Griff is, so that's, like, right. letting people know that I'm not a stem, because my comedy is, I don't like stem at times. Yeah. I, I don't like stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, so I want to smash stereotypes out out the park. Okay. And um, that was basically it. So I'm like, I dress a certain way because of the way I've, I've lived my life. Like, so I, and it, and it's, it gives a persona, mm. but the persona that they're getting is wrong. Mm. I do it because I like it, and I do it because... I fit in with the world that I'm, the, I, the world, in my world, if you yeah. know what I mean. That's how I fit in. So, it is safety. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, my mates are like, I'm like my mates are a lot, mean a lot to me, right? Yeah. So, and we just spend all day taking piss out of each other. That's mm. how we grew up. I'm not going to wear, I'm not going to wear certain, wear clothes that I'm going to get the piss taken out of me. Go on. What kind of clothes? What kind of clothes? Tell me. Tell me what what, what you want to wear. We don't tear on not lame brands like certain things. That's All right. When we're growing up, like, you're not going to catch me walking up. I grew up in an era when it was like not and that's mm. Reebok. You wouldn't wear Dunlop or Knicks or 
not walking in there. I don't care how good them trainers look. Mm. Put them on my feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. You're you're not going to show up in a pair of Clark's, you know, like trainers or uh, or something like that, right? No, no, no. <laughs> they make kickers or rock men. That's what it was. You know yeah. Yeah. And also, people on all the black communities I've ever watched always go on like, um, they say certain stuff about black culture and like the kids get beat and everything, mm-hmm. but they don't go in on it. And I think we should go in because I taught certain things in black culture, it's a bit fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I taught people it's pathetic. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so so you're blowing out the water, yeah, you're just going in the opposite direction. And other people they, they say other people can't say it, I'll say it. I love it. Hmm. <laughs> Good. I'll tell them. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Great. And like, the families, like, my, and also to take the piss out of my family because like you said, it's to get people back. I, I used to get terrorized by everyone in my family. Oh yeah. So it's a little bit of payback. Do you have like, many brothers in that? <laughs> that many? Yeah, yeah, that many. Four from there. Six brothers. Right. And three sisters. Oh whoa. Okay, are you the what what where are you in this uh mix? So what was the test? <coughs> you were number one. Whoa, whoa. So they fuck me and they all get everything that I didn't get. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were the uh, prototype, huh? That's great. Yeah, I was the prototype. They realised they fucked up really, really early, but they could go back. Oh, so man. I'm going to have to see it through and see, see, see what happens. So, I mean, you know how these scientists are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so like, um, so do you, like, do you draw from your, your family for, for comedy then? Is that what it is? Or do you just, like... I've got one of experiences that we've had on certain things, oh, yeah. like, Did you, um, that's it. Share the blame, man. Share the blame. And he's a cousin. You can't, you can't get in trouble too much, can he? Second one that gets beat, but you don't know. But she might get warmed up. 
Isn't it? Oh no. Oh no. The... It was funny though, but I laugh at it, I laugh at it right now, because he was just sitting there looking, telling the truth, and I got like, Marcus did it. <laughs> oh no. You gotta commit. You gotta commit fully. Never come out of character. That's it. Commit fully to the bit. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Was it, um, so, uh, so like, when did you first start comedy? I started, first started comedy when my daughter was nearly 13, she was about 12. All right. So, and she was, because I'm funny now when I'm, when I'm, when I'm pissed off. Yeah, right. And that's where I get most of, I get a lot of my material from. Mm -hmm. Someone stressed me out, and I'm like, I'll think of something mad. Mm. And then, I'd had a stressful day, and then she'd come home and she'd stress me out, and she was like, my mates kept saying to me, you're funny, you're funny, you are. Mm. And then, I goes, oh yeah, 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 whatever. Um, and then, my daughter said to me, goes, why don't you stand up comedy, Dad? And I was like, oh. mm. and then one, she pissed me off again, and I went, fuck it, I'm going to go and do it. And I went to this, um, a place in Coventry called the Tin Angel. Mm. It's, um, it's a little venue, it's not really nice and cozy. Mm. Um, and it's perfect for comedy, really, it's perfect for comedy. And um, they do lots of performing arts there. And I just asked, I just went up there on a Sunday and I asked, can I come and do comedy? And then mm. I went into a room full of old British people and they absolutely pissed themselves. Great. Yeah, great, nice, a good first one. Well, I said, because I freestyled the whole thing. Great. I just had a few, few bits that I knew that I wanted to talk about mm. and then I just did off that and it just went myself. So I was like, oh, okay. That's great. It's again. Hmm. What was your first joke? Um, my first joke was um, my name is Darren Griffiths. I know, I know I'm six foot tall, but I can't play basketball. And if you turn the lights off on a spot, you can still see me. Um, I have a shock eyes, and I'm proud of it. Hmm. That was my first joke. That was my intro. I was just like, oh. Great. Great, man. I think I thought the best. I think the best comedians, the comedians who can take the piss out of themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Self-deprecating, right? Yeah. That's it. I love it. So what you been doing, Mister Winter? Mate, throughout lockdown. I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot. I've been running. I've been trying to. Uh, I've been at the moment. I'm trying to avoid going outside, um, even more so because the pollen count for me, man, it messes me up. All that tree sperm in the air, oh god, I know that it just it gets in my nose, in my eyes, and it's like, it's no fun, man. I, I'm just like, so I'm trying to keep the outside uh, air outside because it's just full of um, stuff that allergies. I get allergies, man. So I'm trying to say, it's like every morning I'm just like I'm crying, I'm just like sneezing. I look like uh, I've been cutting grass all day because my eyes just like, you know, I look, well, it looks like I've been smoking weed all day. I've got like my eyes just like kind of. You know, it's like red eyes. My mother always used to say to me, it's like, Winter, have you been smoking weed? It's like, no, it's just because it's the summer and my eyes are all red and like watery and whatever it is, like, you know. So yeah, I'm allergic. I've got allergies. My body has uh, just uh, got anxiety about um, the air. <laughs> That's what it is, really. Well, I've been doing a lot of fishing. Oh, I've yeah. A lot of fishing with a lad. Right. Where'd you go fishing then? Did you go fishing the canal? Where'd you go? Yeah, I'm the fishing. I, I like. I don't like going to fish and fish with um, because I just think it's too easy. Mm. So, so if I go fishing on the canals or the rivers or 
Like, okay, okay, fish in the canal, right? Fish in the canal. Like, like, do you, do you actually, I mean, this sounds like a silly question. What do you catch? Do you catch, like, small catch, trout? Catch tench. Catch, um, my mate's called carp on the canal. Oh, yeah, right. Hmm. I use it, like, with comedy. Like, like, it's like, so, like, if you go to, like, if you go to a fishery, yeah, and, and um, it can be a really, 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 really easy game. Mm. And you just pull it up for all day, yeah? Mm. That to me is too easy. Yeah, right. So, so, if you go to the canal, you can sometimes like, sit on a stretch of canal mm. and it looks perfect. You can sit there for three days and not catch a thing. Mm. Right. Well, so, when you have a bad night at a gig, it don't make you not want to do it, does it? No. It makes you not sit there and think, oh, okay. Is that how you can be there? Oh, then watch next time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> it's always next time. You know, if like if you were like if you were like really struggling, you'd be like, like I've caught four fish. That's nearly one a day. You know what I mean? That's that's not so bad. Get a loaf of bread. It's sorted. Gee, look, Jesus fed them. <laughs> Jesus fed. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about Jesus. Five, you know, that's nearly five fishes. He fed five thousand people on five fishes and like five loaves of bread. Right? You got four fishes. And you've got, I don't know if you've got a loaf of bread. Maybe you've got a loaf of bread at home. I don't know. I'm not sure. But. Huh? That's sweet corn. you got sweet corn. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you can make a curry. You can make a decent curry out of that. That could last you the whole whole week. But like, is did you eat the fish? No, no, you put it back. Oh, do you? Oh, right. I would have eaten them, man. It's like, but you've got all that effort. How do you, how do you not know that you caught the same fish four times? You just put it in the keypad until the end. Okay, right, right, okay. Okay, now I got you. So So right, so this this these fish, right, so you did you you don't you don't you don't need a license to fish on the canal, do you? Yes. Oh do you? Oh. Oh. Oh right, that's alright, isn't it? Yeah. Is it a year? Well, that's good. <laughs> Was it okay? But do you, have you ever had anyone come up to you and ask you for your license? Yeah. Once. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Once. yeah. Are they dressed like a? Are they dressed like a traffic warden? No, they look. They look. They look like. Nobody see the park warden. Yeah. Have you got an ex-park in Hemel Uh, got a park. Yeah, they got like. Uh, got like a. They got park wardens like they got high vis. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, got you. Right, right, right. So you see him coming at least anyway. It's not like a big shock that they go, you know, like a just guy. You're fucked, you're fucked if, you, if you want to fish really, you ain't got one because you ain't going nowhere. Cause yeah. It's only one way in and one way out. Yeah, that's right. And it's like about it's about grand, isn't it? It's like uh, if the fine. It's a thousand pound fine and they can take your equipment off you. Oh, 
man, that's a big, that's a big, uh, that's a, that's a big fine for like having like four fish, isn't it? Especially when think about if they take the equipment, the super fishing equipment, uh. you can spend up to three and a half grand, four grand. Ooh, I tell you so what, it's cost you five grand. I mean, so, now I know, now I know why fish and chips has gotten so expensive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so like okay right I've, I've taken we talked a bit before we went we started but like um so actually like you know you have like gigs and stuff you have said you talked about the bad gigs and stuff and that your first gig but you've been to gigs when some people have said some stupid things to you and like you're kind of gone oh why did you say that to me what what are you possibly thinking when like you said i'll tell you one i'll tell you mine mine was like i was at a gig and i congratulate i was like no i so a comedian who's headlining. I was doing a middle spot, went really well, had a really good time. I said to the guy, I said, Hey, hey man, it's good to see you. Oh, you're gonna love these guys. They're they're really fun. I, I you know, I hope you um you know have a good time, you know, they're they're really good fun. And then the, the guy said to me, Look me in the eye, thoroughly pissed off of what I just said, and said to me, Oh, so you've softened them up for me, have you? And I was like, Whoa, dude. I was like, I'm just I'm just trying to say, like, I you know, have a good gig, man. Just I was like, you know, I was like and I was very just normal, just smiley, but, you know, kind of just showed him that I was kind of gone. I was just being nice. It wasn't any of that backhanded compliment stuff. So have you got any stories like that? I've got one from when um, a, a, a uni student in my hometown. And bearing in mind, I live in Coventry, the city of culture. So <laughs> our diversity is in, is in the title. Do you know what I mean? Diversity appreciation, appreciation is in the title. Mm. So... Um, yeah, I just did a gig. Uh, I think it's called the Phoenix. Yeah, it's Phoenix. that's a lovely um, room. That's a lovely room. That is. It is a nice room, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in there doing a gig in there, and um, I think the my cousin and my mate come to see me as well. Mm. Uh, uh, my family never come to watch me as well, you know. So it was, it was quite an important gig. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I just wanted to rub it in and show them that like, I could do what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Just to let them know that I'm doing, I'm doing well. Yeah. So I did well on stage, and actually did really well. And um, I did that well, but I was doing well with a young lady downstairs. Mm. And um, at, at the end of the gig, so I'm chatting to this girl downstairs, and um, a friend said, "Do you want to come outside for a fight?" I went, "Yeah, what's up?" So I got outside for a fight, and then she's gone to me. Um, I don't think you should have said that. Mm. I went, said what? I don't think you should talk about something I said downstairs. And I had a couple of beers, so I don't know what the fuck I've said. No. So I'm like, what? She goes, oh, upstairs. And she goes, what then? She goes, um, I don't think you should call yourself a chock Hmm. Buried in my winter, this girl is paying her the mayonnaise. Yeah. No. So you're not even on my... I don't understand what, you, what you're... What yeah. you're commenting. You can. Yeah. Anybody can. But no, I don't understand what you are. Yeah. Get that. This is going to make me feel uncomfortable. So now I've had to sit down because I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this bombshell. Mm. Um, and she's gone, you made me feel like, um, made me feel guilty about my white privilege. Right. And, and I've just gone, and I think she's done that. And looked at her like, is, even, is that even a freaking thing? Yeah. And you start to walk inside and just, I mean, she's she's getting she's getting offended. She's like she's getting offended 
for someone that isn't even there when it's a thing about you, isn't it? That's what it is, eh? Yeah, I'm talking about me. I could understand if I was saying that everyone out, every black person out there was a chuck I'm not talking about me. I mean, at that, at that stage on my flex of how I, on my upbringing. Yeah. So I lived in an area that was like a middle class white area. That's where I grew up. Right. But we had a cleaner, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Smashing it. You're the cleaner. My family is. Look, I've got an Uncle Phil, and he has got a spoiled son called Harvey, and he does look like the um, Uncle Phil at the Fresh Prince Ballet because he's got a bald head on his hat. Right, okay. So I know that, like, you, I say you didn't start in comedy. You were uh, into performance already, right? You were like, uh, yeah. you, ha you had your own record label, didn't you? So tell me about that. Well, this is this is so like. Were you like Jazzy Jeff or were you like uh, the Fresh Prince? <laughs> I tried to be Jay Z. All right. Yeah. yeah. I tried to be Jay Z, but it didn't work. Like, oh. we, had a, we had one good video that got two hundred and eight thousand views on it, but nothing after that. It was really good. more fun. You know what? I got to travel the UK mm. and take artists to perform. Oh man. I'm losing you. Hang on, I'm losing you. Hang on. I'm sorry, but to ring me. Oh, did I? Okay. All right, go on. Keep going. So you're saying you were you you travelled the the UK, got art, with art, other artists performing with them? Yeah, to get get them gigs. It was all right. It was good money, mate. Like you know, get them to come and perform, and they're going to do like, like a little. It's almost as good as comedy. Hmm. Yeah. That's as good as comedy. Yeah. It's just not. Gigs right. What what do you say? What do you say that? Because well, I think there's massive parallels between uh, hip hop and uh, and comedy. You know, I think like you know, it's you gotta have your lines, you gotta riff, you gotta be connected to the audience, you gotta feel the 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 energy from the audience and, and adjust to it as you go. So, um, what what do you um, what do you feel like? So, what do you think it's lacking? Uh, hip hop uh, is that you did hip hop, right? You were just ra were you rapping? Doing a dad, you just gotta be a dad in it sometimes, you just gotta do it. Yeah? Yeah. That's it, look after the family. So then the, the, the music, it's the parallels in dog. You don't really go on stage, dog, and dog, you've got that bond. Mm. There's no feeling in logic, is there? No. No. So, but did you, so the boost comes from, so with comedy, as long as you're on stage, it doesn't really have to be that many people there. Put you on stage and it's having a good night, delivering your set, and it goes well, you've had a good night, innit? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's completely different music. The energy comes from the amount of people that are there. Mm. Mm. So, like, we were doing, we started off and we were just doing, like, you have the open mind things, just the same as this, as this comedy, and then you, you start connect, net, networking and connecting with other people, and 
Then he ended up performing on stage, um, the Warwick Art Centre. Um, I performed on that stage, mm. and that was that was full. That was I don't even know how many people that holds. There's a lot of people in there. Great. Um, Great. Then the best one though is is a nightclub. Yeah. A nightclub's packed. It's got like fifteen hundred people in there, and you just well standing, standing on lights on. Yeah. Just crazy. Great. Got such fun, you walk you in. That's uh. even weirder. Yeah. They have to walk you from your car to um, to the thingy. They're back in there. Then you have to sit. The only part that isn't nice is backstage. Mm. Backstage is horrible. Is that why? Is that why? Why? What was it? Was it someone up wrong with the green room or something? Like what is it? What is it? Depending on the promoter, it's mm. depending on how nice the ring is. So if the promoter's a prick, you ain't getting shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but that can be that can be any comedy gig as well, right? That's it. You go to some comedy gigs, you're like, okay, um, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you know, you just get like you either get you can get you can get paid, you can get a beer, you can get as much beer as you want, which is really an odd one, isn't it? It's like you can have as much beer as you want, but um, you can't get paid. Okay, well, beer is expensive, uh, so like, yeah. So how is this working out? You know, that's it. Someone's getting paid here. Someone is getting paid, not me. Uh, if you could afford to give me m- lots and lots of beer, but thank you for the opportunity. But for fuck's sake, pay me next time. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. That's so it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. So where was the where was the last gig you did then? Was that the Warwick Art Centre or was the last one you did? The last big gig that I did was um oh, I can't remember what the it's the Icon Club Chain um, Club Chain. Yeah. So that was the last gig that we did. Right. Did where do they have Icon uh do they did Club Icon have venues in Ireland as well? Don't know. I don't know, but I know they've got I, Club Icon they shoot in the UK. Right, okay. Because there's a club icon, uh, I used to live in a place called Mallow. Which is like uh, basically seventy miles away from um, from 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 where I used to live in Skibreen, right? And it was um, it's a club icon. <laughs> it was a rough, it was a rough old old spot, like it already was. But I don't. Oh, don't, 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 don't when I started doing music, I stopped oh. going out. Oh so yeah. I used to go out. I used to go to club icon, and then when I went back in there, they all just stopped some of these Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even know what music was playing, right? That was it. It's like play that. Yeah. I am. Um, I'll be. I'll be. I'm getting. I'm close to. I'm getting close to forty now. I'm getting close to forty. Vaguely, vaguely. You have to go. You have to YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And there's an episode within that, yeah, where they go to this planet, yeah. and they're all hooked up on this thing. That's what the people in Icon look like on my last set. Oh, like, um, yeah. Got this space. I'm, I'm walking around, and I've got these. Uh, some of these lads are young. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're young. They're not. They're not even eighteen. Mm. Legally, they shouldn't be in there, but because they're performing, yeah. they're allowed to be in there. Right. And I'm not. It goes. Oh, can we go to the bar and get a drink? And I've gone. And I've gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right then. So I sent my business partner, and he was a, he was younger than me. 
and of God, and he's gone to walk out, and he's turned back around, he's gone, what's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like. Look up. They're just. Not there. She's even up there because why are you going out there, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's. I've, I've, I've got to take them out. And I'll go, well, come on, then. You know, you've got people trying to trick you and everything and all that. Working the Samaritans or something, isn't it? It's like, oh, I know. It, it become you become like, uh, uh, were they were they all younger than you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it, isn't it? You're the you're the dad. You're the dad of the yeah. group, right? It's like, okay, sure, I'll I'll fix your every bit of problems. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, who's next? Like Doctor Phil of the of the of the. Because they all come from different walks of society. Because we tried to cover the whole spectrum. So we had a bride group. We had uh, a club hip hop guy. We had. Um, uh, a, a lyrical hip hop guy. Mm-hmm. We had the, uh, the ghetto hip hop group, mm. and then we had the kiddie group. Right. And you just thought, oh my god, you know, the, the what? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I've got my own kids. It's good. I've got my own kids. That's it, right? Yeah. Oh. It's not, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, you got, you got family. I'm not your family, but like, because it's it's basically, but like, it's like improv, isn't it? You know, you're you're on stage, you're on stage together, right? Yeah. So you're well, all. The whole group was a separate entity. Okay, right, right. So, but, but we went out there as a unit. Oh, unit. Got you, got you. Right, right. Find a show and literally we're covering everything. Yeah. And so, so what? So what did you? What what part did you do? What apart from you were managing them, right? But you you got up. You got... I was the label. I was part of one group. Right. Started it, yeah, and yeah. Just, just went, I really got to do anything no more. Oh yeah, you just so you just like were in the background. You you were on the stage as well with it. think so. Right. Which one? He's, he's a big artist, a big producer. Okay. So I've I've worked with people that he I've worked with basically worked with his label. Yeah. I've worked with the BBC. Yeah. Um, I've worked with a couple of artists from America. Yeah. 
Mate, so you've got like you've got like the, the you've got the system nailed down then with the with the calm me thing. It's like right, make friends, get make make better friends, keep on the. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you got to You got to just try. You got to get get the system. Got to get the. Often, I don't it's all about talking and yeah. meeting people. Yeah. And the thing that stops us getting so far is you didn't do a certain thing. Mm. You've got. And whereas in comedy, you can't be stuck in one area. Mm. That's right. You've got to go. You've got to go. You've got to move. You've got. You've got to put models on your car. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You got to. You got to have one one car at least blow up on you. You got to just have yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> When they got <laughs> it had 459 miles when they give it me then. Whoa. And I said to him, This is going to be near double figures when you get it back. And he goes, Really? I'm a, I'm a comedian now. Just stand comedy. I know I perform all over the UK. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I travelled traveled in style. Funny. Lovely car. Mate. Oh. So, um,. I was gonna say, yeah. So, like, you're, um, you're, you've done that, and then, like, you, you stopped doing that, and then now you're doing, you're doing the comedy course. So, what about the comedy course then? Why did you, did you enjoy the course? Are you still doing it? Still doing it, but he's telling me stuff that I'm already doing. Ah, uh, okay, that's good though. That's good, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with yeah, it's, re it's made me, it's made me, it's made me happier because now I don't, I, I believe I'm going in the right way. Yeah, you're confident with it. Yeah, you get more confident. You're setting the foundations, man. That's what it is, isn't it? That's yeah. good. That's good. That's that's what it's about. You know, you gotta just try and kind of build up from the bottom. That's what it is. It's like it's like you know you gotta. You, otherwise, you just keep driving into the wall every time. You go, well, I can't. Uh, you know, hopefully, you can steer around the wall or just like you know break just before because you're always gonna get hit a wall uh, for those bad gigs. Sometimes, sometimes you don't have the tools to you know to play that particular room or whatever it is, isn't it? So, but yeah, that's good, man. So, like, do you think that, um what what's the best thing he's taught you so far in this course? Editing it and just sort of like you know cutting it up and yeah man it take, it take you know because that's it you think you think oh this is a great story with my mates in the pub and whatever it is or or like you know out with my friends at home whatever and, they, and then you kind of go oh this is uh, this is an anecdote rather than actual in joke form yet isn't it it's not quite calibrated but it only takes a few tweaks man to get it right there's a lot of really good storytellers out there. there's a really good Irish storyteller called Chris Kent he's brilliant he's been on this podcast he's very very good 
but he tells his, his uh, stories just slowly, just eases everyone in, like, and just like, but and he puts on it, his accent is a real thick Cork accent, you know, he's like, oh, you know, sure, like, I was there, like that. And it's like, oh, the whole thing is just a, a, a beautiful um, um, creation, you know, it's just, and the story just bleeds you into the next thing, but it's, there's jokes all along the way. But it's, um, yeah. but it's, yeah, it just takes a little bit of finessing, like, because otherwise, you know, you go from, it's because it's all, all jokes are stories. They're all mini stories, like, you know, one-liners are mini stories a whole lot. But yeah, so, uh, so how, how long you got left on the course? He's got another group that he's doing to talk about how to get gigs. Yeah. Uh, of, of, um, he's rude. But I'm sending him messages. Yeah. He's not replying. Man. He's not replying, he's rude. Yeah. Right. Like, how many other people are in the group? How many other people are in the group? Are there many lo loads? Oh, that's oh, come on! That's not that many to keep on top of. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, and how much was the course? Free. Oh, that's all right then. It's free, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's fair. Was it? Um, yeah, I guess so. You got to keep keep your skills brushed up, man. Especially in the lockdown, man. It's kind of getting hard. You're like kind of writing the jokes. You're like, okay, well, I think this works. This is. The... Do you know, I'll tell you this right? I mean, the rhythm of hip hop and like uh, and rap and stuff is totally different to comedy, though. You know, so I did a I did a hip hop uh, improv course uh, about, about just for lockdown. And I was like, oh man, I'm loving this, man. This is great. This is, oh. and then, and I was like, you know, just kind of riffing with stuff in my room and that. And it's just like, you know, just kind of putting some a track on and I like, you know, I chat over it. Like, and then, and then I was like, went, went to do a gig and man, my timing was all over the shop, man. I was just like, cause I was like, oh no, I'm like, this is cause you're just trying to keep that, that rhythm going and whatever it is. And I was like, no, no, no. So I, was like, I had to, I had to relearn, you know, it goes da, 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 and then break up the rhythm. And I was like, oh, it was all over the shop. So yeah. So yeah, I mean there are similarities, but don't stick to one uh, branch of um, of I guess art, if you like. It doesn't one size doesn't fit all, right? There's so many different. Old, but that's the thing with the new hip hop. See the old hip hop. Mm. There was there was Jews different styles, mm. like East Coast, West Coast, mm. down South, Canadian, um, European, British. That all just sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so like, um, I was gonna say, uh, so like, you're you've done that. Now, what's your greatest? Uh, all right, what's your greatest achievement in comedy up to date? I uh, performed in front of three hundred and fifty people. Great, great. Where was that? HMP Oakwood. Oh, nice, nice. And uh, you loved it. You were smashing it. It was just so fun, right? Oh, that was the most nerve wracking, and yeah. it turned out to be the best gig. I'll bet. I literally when it went on there. And, uh, and like your thing is though, I find this, you know, when you like have a small room, it's kind of, you know, you're trying to, 
you're trying to uh, create that energy of, of, of being in a big room to give them something like experience, you're trying to give them all the energy. When you've got like 350 people, you kind of like, you kind of like Mario, don't you? You like eat the mushroom. You're like, uh, um, and you're just like, you just level up, right? Like, oh, here we go. The energy is just, oh, you're there. You're already there in that spot, in the pocket, you know? Yeah, but I also think, you know, me and my friend were talking about this the other day. Oh. I think sometimes an MC can kill the room. Yeah. So Absolutely. So I find the MCs. <laughs> Come on. I find that the MCs in London are a higher caliber mm. than the ones that I've seen that I've seen mm. anywhere else in the anywhere else in the UK so far. Mm. So, and I'm not saying that all of them have been bad, but so far the London MCs any, every time I go perform in London in London, mm. there's this bad energy in the room. Anywhere around London. can make or break a room you know that's it it's like you know they are they represent the night they uh have to get the audience feeling that they're comfortable rather than it being a battle you don't want it to be a, a them against us or a like or, or sort of like a, an attitude of well these guys you know they're they're the only comedians we could get up here it's gonna be shit like a down like sometimes you see mcs and they're just so downtrodden it's like, dude, I understand what you're doing, but you are not the right energy to try and make everyone look yeah. forward to something, an occasion of some kind, you know? You're, you're a reverse hype man. You're, like, making everyone feel worse and, like, just going, yeah, you're right, we're already feeling shit. Let's just, you know, let's, this is going to be average, at least, or bring us up to a zero. Do you know, that, that's what, that, that can happen. That, that, I've seen that a lot as well, but, that, but that's a, just a bad MC, man. That, that is just, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that can happen an awful lot. Yeah, it's true. And they set it up. Sometimes the audiences, uh, sometimes uh, an MC will set it up so it will be a battle because they want to. Maybe sometimes some MCs run a lot, a lot of gigs and they're bitter with their own career and they're just kind of going, oh man, this is. I'm not going to let these people. Ha I've had this, even in London, I've had this at one, one, one gig. I'm not going to say the name, but it's like there was a, a gig where. It was it was made deliberately difficult for you to do well at all, and like just it was ridiculous. It was such a ridiculous gig anyway. It, it wasn't really a gig, but it was just like it, it it felt like that anyway. And it was like you're the the MC makes it hard to prove to themselves that you're not going to do well as well. So you might as well just accept your fate. I've, this is my castle that is mine, and you come into this and you will be. Um, you know, your your ego will be beheaded at the door. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what, that's what I find it is sometimes. It's a shame that those gigs exist, but they do, and sometimes there are a lot of those gigs. Um, so you just, you just sit there, you know, you know when you walk in there, yeah. and you sit there, and you look at, and 
Yeah, you've sold something for it. Yeah. Especially when you've travelled for it. Mm. And you've got so what for the local communities, because you can't know what certain people are like. But when you're coming from out of town, and most of our dudes are coming from out of town, mm. and you get there, and it's like talking to freaking a crown judge. Yes. Yeah. He's just, well, just yeah. tonight, lads. It's just going to be, she's just like that. Yeah, this is going to be shit. <laughs> Next witness. Next witness. Yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, you see them once? I just go at the audience then. Yeah. Yeah, and just go, you know, just not at all with the thing, but like, I would have made you enjoy yourself. I would not, you know, you're going to have to participate. Yeah, you're going to have to so, join in. The audiences need to realise it's a 70 30. That's right. That's right. They're part of it. I'm not being funny. If you boys play shit in bed, it's not my fault. Don't, don't take it out on me. You know? <laughs> I'm here to make you have a laugh. So, like, we can joke about that. Is that what the problem is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I totally, I, I get that as well. You're right. It's seventy thirty. You're right. You're right. They need to want to have a good time as well. And the first person to make them feel that or make them relax to 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 be receptive to the comedian is the MC. They need to be ready, and the room needs to be right. Needs to be comfortable. They need to be all facing the correct way. Uh, you know, which sounds basic, but it's so many times you've been to gigs, and there's like they're, they're, they're sitting side on and they're just like oh great well this is they're kind of like you know looking at you the sideways like that and it's just like how is that going to work that's not going to work uh you know because they're always because if there's someone sitting if they're sitting to you side on um and they're not directly faced at you they could just talk to the person next to them and just be like oh yeah you know you having a good time uh yeah oh then they're looking back oh then there's comedy back up there it's like, oh, you know what I mean? it's so weird it's such a weird thing but like okay so for you then right for you now griff what do you see yourself as um, comedian-wise? Like, what would you like? Uh, like, you know, as a, as a, what would you model yourself on? Is it like a uh, like a trade of some kind? What do you what do you see yourself like? You know, like chef. That's the job. Um, that's what I do when I go to love food. Chef, um, right? Yeah, chef. Yeah, right. Um, I'm a so the person that I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a grafter. Yeah. You know? um, I'm not afraid of hard work. Like hard work, I don't like shit that's easy. Um, I believe if it's if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Mm. Um, I don't like to compare myself to, to other comedians because I'm I, I don't see anybody doing my style. I don't see anybody doing what I'm doing because mm. people take piss out of, out of like black comedians take piss out of. Of black culture, but not the way that I'm going at it. It's, it I, I don't believe anyway. I, I keep being told by um, promoters and other comedians that my material is unique and my style is unique. Mm. It's, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't see it as like that because I like Kevin Hart, I like Chris Rock, I like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's the comedian that got me interested in comedy and about making making people laugh. That I'm I just like making people laugh. Mm. It's just that's it. If I don't, if I've, I feel if I haven't made you laugh, I've failed. So I've done something wrong. Mm. So I need to rectify that. Yeah, great. Grafter, it's always changing. Always trying to learn from the last yeah. gig. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's good. That's good. So what's uh, what's the what's the aim? What's the mission, man? What you you know you're making people laugh, but what's the next? What's the next step? What's... The dream is obviously to, to get on the Apollo. Like a recognised comedian, mm. but I'll settle for 
purist that's right yeah right right it just takes, i don't believe if you want to do something don't do it, it? Mm. gotta be positive about it man that's it you got a long time dead in it gotta go for it man yeah, yeah. that's cool it's only hard if you make it hard that's true that's true well okay i'm gonna ask you this right so i mean this this question could probably uh could, could probably come at you through like what did you do for like to try and help you get through the lockdown and also like for the bad gigs, what do you do? What do you do when you like, you know, how do you like decompress? How do you get rid of it? I just go, right, okay, didn't smash it there. You know, we all get a bit sad. What do you do to get rid of that? Huh? You, you don't think about it. What? <laughs> Fair play. You just, you just, yeah, it's just a gig. Fine, move on. seen that for? Um, I've seen it for uh, more pro comedians, but I've seen it for like, I've seen it for the lad was hilarious. I swear to God, the lad was, his name's Isaac Street. Hilarious. Oh yeah? He's hilarious. You know what? Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And I did stand up on purpose because it was that hilarious. And people like, I, I, I even just stood there and was like, your whole delivery, your content, everything, you smashed it. Right. You smashed it, man. Fair play to him. Right. And, and, and he's only, and he's just the way he's got that one, okay? And it's, but that's to me, is work on the good gigs. The bad gigs, mm. you wouldn't know what you've done wrong, so you're going to change it anyway. Yeah. You ain't going to want to go and do that again. Mm. Well, right. So then next time you go, you'll be like that one. You already know what you've done, you'll be like that one. I won't be doing that again. And boom. Right. So you're working on just basically getting the uh, the applause breaks and the standing ovation. Do you want roses as well? <laughs> you know, I like that. No, it's good, man. You need to have you think big about it, man. Think big. That's it. Don't just be like have a good gig. Like get them to their feet, man. That's it. You know, you keep drilling it, keep getting it right, keep tweaking it, keep getting. Yeah, that's good. I like that. that's good. It's good mentality to have. People will laugh and they'll smile because of a situation. Environment that they're in. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People's environment and everything affects everything. 
You've got to look at it like that. So it's like, right, okay. So, fourth smashed it, and you're going to get to your feet and you're like, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So, do you know when your next gig is? I don't. I, hopefully October. Right. Okay. It's it. That's, I see some gigs booking for October. Yeah, I see people booking some gigs for October right now. But yeah, man, we'll see how we go in it. Was it uh, so? What, like, what's the what's the three things you've got through the lockdown? What the, you've got three things that have helped you get through the lockdown? Okay. Um, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, I've, I've got to tell you, you know what? I've got to tell you, that's something to them, mate. They're keeping it covered. They're keeping the content. Smashing it. Sometimes they've been all right. Um, Being a chef, because you know what? Cooking yeah. takes some time. Yeah. And it, you know, I spent lots of time cooking a couple of new recipes. Yeah. And wow. You know what? Go with this six hour on the canal. Yeah. Like, Fishing. I was walking for your hour exercise. Yeah. I went, I just go with, I'd go with, um, I'd drive to the, to the canal down the right off of the place. Gotcha, still there. Yeah, I, went, I, go to, I drive to the canal down the road from my house and yeah. I just sit there for about 45 minutes and it helped me and I just started finding like, more material. Nice. Good, man. See, it's meditation. Med like meditation, really, isn't it? It's like focused on it. That's good. That's good, man. Well, Griff, look, I, I tell you, I, uh, so you, next up gig is in October. Where can we find you? Right, you can find me on Facebook and it's Facebook. I don't know what it is. Don't worry. Um, I've, got my, I've got my Facebook page, yeah. which is Darren Chuckice Griffiths. <laughs> nice. Like, um, there's not a lot of content on there. I'm going to be doing it on Slack. I'm going to black people's time and everything takes along. Um, what else? I'm on Instagram, and that's SBF double I double U double I, and it stands for Single Black Father. It is what it is. Great. And um, I think that's about it. All right. Dude, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man, and uh, I hope the rest of the lockdown goes well, and I'll speak to you man, soon. Send me the link to where I can see this. Say again? Send me the link to where I can see this. I'll, I'll, I'll share it with everyone. Definitely, mate. Definitely will do. Speak to you soon, Griff. Take care, man. See you soon. Have a good night. And that was Griff. You can jump on the Instagram by going to that place, and then you can follow us there. Now, I hope you like that. That was Griff, um, all the way from Coventry. And I uh, hope you enjoyed a little chat with him. Hope you saw it. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and it wasn't too glitchy, and it all worked out through great with the techn technical aspect of it. Sound, uh, hopefully it wasn't too pixelated, and all that stuff. But hey, there'll be more of these coming, the isolation series. And uh, wait, I've just got to grips with the, uh, the technology just before the lockdown lifts. So that's good. Uh, but we'll have, be having more of these because I can do them from home and uh, hopefully the technical side will get better and better as we go um, now I'll say that, I'll thanks again to Griff for that, you can follow him on the places that he said he, if you saw the um, Instagram for him was at S-B-F-I-I-W-I-I -I -I. so that's, that's him on Instagram he's on Facebook and uh, he is, um, all, he's got a page and stuff he's putting content out at so um, I hope you like that let me know what you thought. Let me know what went wrong. And uh, hopefully we can correct it for the next couple. So that is it from me, Winter Phonander, comedian. You can follow me on Instagram, all those places and all that.
Um, so I'll say I'll speak to you soon for episode 75 with Aaron Hood, which is tomorrow at seven o'clock in the evening if you're up for that and want to tune in. So take care and I will speak to you soon. Oh, my God.